0: Hi and welcome to WCSU Interviews. I'm Katie Churchill and I'm here for WebcamStartup.com and today I'm joined by a name that I'm sure you will recognize. She is everyone's BBW Dream Girl. It's adult content creator and webcam model Destiny Diaz. Destiny, welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, Destiny, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will know who you are. You are a big name in the industry, especially for independent models. Can you give us a little bit of an introduction for those who might not know as much about you? Sure. Um, first of all, thank you.
1: I don't consider myself a big name and uh, I, I just consider myself a hard worker. <laughs> um, so I, I've been in the industry for about nine years. I'll be nine in May. I've been... Camming and creating clips and sexting and dipping my toes into a little bit of everything. But uh, recently, I guess over the last year, I'm starting to put more effort into like my clubs and stuff like that. So that's where my focus has been lately.
0: So you've been in the industry for nine years. How did you originally get started in the adult industry?
1: Okay, well, I've definitely always been interested in the adult industry. I remember... Uh, when I first started watching porn and I was like, "Mm, I feel like I could do that. Like in the back of my mind, I was like, I feel like I would be good at that. But I'm like, that just seems so unattainable being someone from such a small town. So I'm like, how does that even happen? How does that, how does it even come to be like, where do you, you must have to go to LA to be anywhere involved in that industry or Miami. So I kind of forgot about it and didn't focus on it, but I still enjoyed those kinds of like, uh, uh, like voyeur types of content. So I would like live stream and be on chat roulette and stuff like that. And like webcam shows with boys from my high school and college
0: <laughs> and stuff like
1: that. Um, and then I met, um, my boyfriend and I took some pictures from him for him when he was at work. And he was like, you look like a cam girl. And I'm like, what is that? He's like, well, in my single days, I used to uh, pay for these online shows. And I'm like, these girls are making real money. Because I remember seeing these ads all over the porn sites that I was on. You can make
0: $10,000 a day. Yeah, I remember those ads.
1: I'm like, those girls can't really be making money. on. like, it didn't really make sense to me how you even started that. And he was like, no, no, no. They're like, I'm spending real money. Like, they're making real money. So we (laughs) looked it up that night. Went to a library, printed out the forms, scanned them, sent them back. And I was, like, signed up that night. And it took, like, nine days for my account to be approved. And
0: I started streaming right away. <laughs> I was so excited. That's fantastic. And so you do, you have moved beyond camming. You still do cam, right?
1: I cam occasionally, more so on, a, like, um, special occasions, Holidays around things like that, Spe- special events. I would like to get more into it. i I just bought a new little couch for my office here so I can stream from a different area because this is, this bed I have here is just not working for me. It's a little too, uh, thin for a, for a fat girl like me. So I need something a little bit more sturdy so I can feel more confident on cam. But yes, I I'm hoping to get back on. I'm usually cam on streammate. I want to try Manyvids live again. I heard that they're going to be improving the traffic, but we'll see how that goes. And I also want to stream more on my free cams because I do I do enjoy the community there.
0: Yeah, my free cams is one of those like fan communities where everyone is so tight knit. Like the members recognize each other and stuff. I was never yeah. very successful on my freecams. cams. Me, <laughs> I'm either. not good. Gonna- I'm not good at building community.
1: <laughs> I've been working really hard on that over the last few years. Um, I feel like on StreamAid, it's more of like individuals come in and out. Um, it's rare that people are in there at the same time, like as They're a group. they for a different
0: reason. I think mm-hmm. it's a customers versus fans thing. Yeah. Which is a conversation yeah. we have a lot at Webcam Startup, <laughs> which is how do you turn customers into fans? And the answer is... Don't ask me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I've been working really hard on community building. And, like, uh, I find that a lot of my my followers and stuff or subscribers, they'll be like, Wow, I can't believe you actually res- responded to me like on social media and stuff. And then when I get into my clubs, when I'm asking for like dick pics, they're like, "Hey, wait, what's what's the catch? Like, do you am I, am I do I have to pay for this? Like, no, I just genuinely want to see your dick pics. So you're already here and subscribe. Please send them. <laughs> so I don't, I'm I'm trying to pull people out of their shells just this morning I posted on my OnlyFans about a new segment I know my my fans really enjoy hearing my story time videos but I thought it'd be fun to read and react to theirs in an audio format so Ooh. as of today I'm now accepting uh sex stories from my fans that I can read and review and react to so I'm super excited to get that started
0: You've got so much on your plate, and you have fans amongst members, but you also have a very large fan base of models, uh, of which I am one, and that was partially, I believe, built up from your ManyVids tips and tricks, which I took back in the day, several iterations of ManyVids ago, and it got (laughs) me established on the platform and got me started on ManyVids. How did you come up with the idea to start offering tips and tricks, and how have you found... I don't want to say like your coaching style evolving, but how have you found being involved with that side of the industry with kind of model help and coaching? How is it different and kind of what got you into it really? Well, I've always loved teaching,
1: um, like ever since I was a kid, like I would volunteer to read to the younger elementary students. I would, you know, volunteer to monitor community center events and stuff like that as a chaperone. When I was in my older, like high school years, I coached baton twirling. I coached in uh, cadets. I took leadership and instruction courses, public speaking courses and things like that. So it's always something that I feel like I've had like a natural talent for really enjoyed doing is, is teaching and coaching. And uh, like, like when I was the baton twirling coach, that was so satisfying to like see my students winning awards and feeling very accomplished. So I was trying to find a way to bring that feeling into sex work. And at the time, Minivits was fairly new. I, I feel like a lot of people didn't really know how to use and navigate the site. And no, we
0: sure did not.
1: <laughs> and I also feel like... Um, information was very limited then too. Like, even though there was lots of resources, uh, because many Bids was new, there was none specifically for that. And so I just wanted to be, I remember asking other models for help when I first started mm-hmm. and just getting completely like ignored and, and whatever. And it just made me feel like complete shit. Cause I felt like I had potential in the industry, but no one was focused or paying attention or willing to help me, even mm-hmm. though I was willing to learn and absorb everything. So I just wanted to do that for other people and teach them the ins and outs and things myths that they might think about the site or how things actually work and and everything in between that because I really feel like there's room for everybody in the industry. So if you are very confident and comfortable with what you're doing, you'll find success in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be your journey might be different or harder or longer than other people's. Uh, it might be faster. Some girls have, su- who've gotten my tips and tricks have completely surpassed me and are just like absolute superstars. Like, there's multiple girls in the top 20 of many vids who've gotten my tips and tricks and have gone on to win like numerous awards. And that's, that's on them. Like I can teach you all I know, but you have to apply it. So I just, I appreciate people who give me credit. Um, but I don't need it. (laughs) I don't need it anymore. I'm like, that was you, you did that. I did not log on cam every day. I did not create all that content. I didn't write all your descriptions. Like you, everything you did, you did, you just had the information to do it now. So it's been, it was really great because it really helped me like build a lot of friendships and relationships in the industry and definitely my, my name. But I feel like I've definitely slipped on like in recent years, putting out more model help content, but that's because I don't feel like I'm as confident with what the industry looks like right now as I was back then. Like things have really changed. I'm, I'm trying to adapt, but I also don't want to put out content that I feel is like redundant, like things that people already know. And that's where I'm stuck. Like, should I put out this like this type of content, this this video idea, this model help idea? Or is it like people already know this? I don't, you know, I don't want to make people feel like they don't know anything or or like dumb it down like people aren't qualified or or knowledgeable. But at the same time there's always new people entering. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to step on toes. That's all.
0: We understand that struggle. <laughs> is this something yeah. too obvious to cover? Does everybody already know this? Is there someone else giving this information in a better, more engaging way than we could do? Is there someone who's more of a subject matter expert who should be covering this instead of us? Right. We, we very much get that that feeling because I've always thought of you as the many bids expert. Uh, and because... I would, I
1: would still say like many bids is definitely the website that I know the most about. Right, mm-hmm. but. Don't come to me with OnlyFans uh, questions because I'm, I've am been on there for like a year. I would still consider myself new. Like, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Can you do that? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, you're exactly right. There's just other people that are more qualified for things. Many vids was my bread and butter. Like, that was just something I knew like the back of my hand. And it was my edge that I could help people with that. Like I said, it wasn't as, as available. The knowledge wasn't really out there.
0: No, it really wasn't at the time. I remember someone recommended you to me and I thought, oh, thank God someone understands all the features on this site because I didn't know the many vids resources on their site at the time didn't exist. All of their help section and tutorials weren't there. And yeah, you really stepped into that breach and uh, I think provided an incredible service in my opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As someone who purchased said service, I thought it was great.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I always felt bad too. I had it priced at like eight ninety nine when it first came out, and the girls who were getting it were like,
0: "This is worth way it more was, than nine dollars." Yeah, like, I hey, paid. I did not pay enough <laughs> for the information you gave me. I appreciate that
1: <laughs> I, I, I do get a lot of shit for it too. Like, you know, I'll I'll help you for free, and that's great. Like, I was helping people for free for a long time, but you, And it's just not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. My that's my why- own work. And my own livelihood was put on the back burner and I still had to take care of myself and my family. So it was something I had to do. It wasn't my first choice. It was my first decision. But at the time it was like, this is the easiest way I can get this information out to everybody. Because I, I don't know if you remember, or if you were one of the earlier ones where I was doing
0: like one-on-one consultations. Yep, one-on-one hours one-on-one. with people. And every you, day. Took, you took like two <laughs> hours talking to oh. me. I had five or six pages of notes at the end of it. And I went from making like $20 on many bids every month to actually making real money on many bids. But no, it was wild at the beginning when you did everything one-on-one and everything was personalized and you were charging. I think I paid like $20. Yeah,
1: it was not sustainable. I was spending like literally, like you said, two, three hours, three and a half hours. Because you know what, though? This was also a time where I feel like um the community of models hadn't really built like girls were on their own camming sites but many vids was more of a community site so Mm -hmm. they were like oh my god finally another model to talk to so we would do the tips and tricks but then we would just like talk and relate for like another x amount of hours but yeah it just was not sustainable so i had to come out the video (laughs) format yeah so
0: you offer and you still offer not counseling, that's the wrong word, uh, like consulting with models on their profiles and things, or you used mm-hmm. to, yeah. yeah, and you offer that. But what uh, is your favorite service that you offer in terms of two members? Like, fan, is it fan clubs? Is it camming? Is it custom videos? Well,
1: it's that's such a hard thing to say because I love so many aspects of this job. Like, its I can't be like, oh my God, I'm a clip girl. Like, that's just my thing. Or or I'm just like, that's camming. It's all my life. It's, I love all of it. it's like that's my biggest struggle it's like every day I'm like which one do I want to do which one do I have to give attention to because if it were up to me if there there was all the hours all day I would do all like camming clubs and clips all day long all equally all all at the same time (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I literally love creating content all all across the board camming is like my OG that's where it started I do Mm -hmm. like that a live one-on-one experience with people, the actual conversation. Um, But then Clips is really good because it's sustainable, passive income. Mm -hmm. You know, it works around a more flexible schedule. And then Clubs, Clubs is fun because you get to know people on like a much more personal level. They get to see more of like the behind the scenes, stuff that you don't really show people. Mm -hmm. And like, they all have their own unique thing. It's so hard for me to pick just one. I also like custom video. Oh my God. Custom content. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> all of it. Katie. Just- <laughs>
0: <job>. <laughs> That's great to hear. Usually everybody kind of has a favorite thing, but I'm a bit towards you where I wish I could do everything equally because I just, I want to do all of it, which is, why I struggle with burnout, but that's a different mm. thing. <laughs> that's as that someone
1: works too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, at 7 p.m. goes, well, I'm just gonna edit one more video, and at 1 a.m. goes, I've made a terrible mistake. I need to be up at 6 a.m. tomorrow <laughs> to do everything else. Preach. So as someone who does everything, how do you balance your time?
1: Well, I have a really good schedule that I've spent months perfecting. Uh, as soon as I find that something in my schedule isn't working out, I adjust it, print out, and laminate the next copy. <laughs> like, there's no time to waste. I have to just make sure things are smooth so that I can have a constant flow of of ba- like balance and, and doing everything. Now that my child's in school, I have a lot more time uninterrupted to work, which has been <laughs> amazing. Uh, what a brick I I used to always say like, if I had the motivation I have now back before I had a child, I would have been like raking in the dough back in the day, but I was such a lazy cam girl. And then I had a child and then I was like wanting to take my career more seriously. So then I didn't get a break from being a mom (laughs) for like six years until my son started school. And now it's like, that's, that's helped me find balance a lot. Like when my son comes home from school, it is no longer work time and now it's home time. So then my time can be spent with, with family teaching teaching my son, managing my house, doing all the extra home stuff. And then during the day for work, it's just like a very even spread of all the different things I need to do,
0: which I canceled yeah. all of them today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes that's how the day goes. Well, absolutely- I just
1: got all of my orders done for the first time in a couple of weeks. So I have nothing that I owe out. And I'm like,
0: you know what? Just take a day. <laughs> Let's just take a day. So. Uh, that's We're one of the podcasts <laughs> I'm taking today. <it> <laughs> I know. Whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take today off. I'm like just after I check all my emails and messages, and just after <laughs> I do that extra promotion on Twitter, that I'm taking the day off. Totally taking the day off. <laughs> so, what is your favorite part of the industry? And this isn't about kind of services. This is more about maybe about the community, maybe about the adult industry as a whole. Kind of what is what. What gets you so excited and passionate about the industry?
1: I think the the community and the performers in it, like there's so much creativity and like business savvy people. There's like a lot of um, inspiration all over my timeline. It's hard to not be excited and motivated to create. When all of your peers are super creative, like it just makes me want to do more. It it makes me want to appreciate their skill level and find ways to improve it on my side. Like I love following photographers and models outside of the industry too. But whenever I I just think it's like magic when uh, an adult performer is like really out there shining, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I love the Instagram model, but there's something about the adult entertainer that just has like a little bit more of a like a. There's sort of an edge. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they're more uh, friendly, they're more attainable, more approachable oh, in a way. Right, okay, where I, as I feel like social media influencers and models. Not so much like you don't. I don't feel like I could reach out and get a response from someone, but mm-hmm. where sex workers are just super community based, like you can DM a model and you'll usually hear back from her. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I like that about that the community is that there there is an expectation that you can chat with me, mm-hmm. and yeah, I love that. I'm just such a chit chatter. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a good way to make friends in the industry. I think almost everyone that I'm friends with, I randomly messaged or met on a community like forum and things like that. That's how I've met everybody is just through me going, hello, you said a thing. I would like to talk to you about this thing. And you're right. And they respond and they get back to you. And that isn't something that you would expect. Uh, I feel like as a
1: community, like they're just so accepting too. like Mm -hmm. sex workers are very accepting of everyone. So when I go to events and I'm surrounded by sex workers, I literally do not feel like I'm being judged by a bunch of people as if I were out like with civilians, to be honest. Like I feel so much more comfortable in an adult industry event situation than going to the mall. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's because
0: we're used to everybody judging us. So we don't bother judging each other because there's already so much put on us externally that together Mm -hmm. we've, we've kind of got to stand together. And Yeah. Yeah, Now with every, every with every favorite part of the industry, there has to be a least favorite part of the industry. What is that for you?
1: I feel like the stigma would be the easy route, but at the same time, like right now, I'm past the stigma. I'm really just over the fucking social media bans. That is my least favorite part. I hate being shadow banned. It it's frustrating because people will look at your account and assume that you like bought followers or or like you know you don't have the engagement or you don't have the fan base because it's not backed up by your whatever. And like those things Mm -hmm. aren't real. Like if that if anything that just shows you that things like that aren't real because it didn't it doesn't really change the income. Yeah, it would probably help a lot if we were uh, w- if we weren't shadow banned, yeah. but it's not a reflection of how well you're doing is how many likes you get on a post. So
0: absolutely. it's And uh, yeah, followers, we get a bunch of things, you know, how can I get more Instagram followers? I need more Twitter followers. I'm not making any money on cam. I don't have enough Twitter followers. And I say, yeah, I don't have a lot of Twitter followers either. And I know for a fact, I'm doing better than some people who have six digit follower numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is hard being so social- uh, it is hard being shadow banned because you do lose out on the opportunity. I mean, Instagram used to convert beautifully for OnlyFans. And then I got shadow banned. And now nobody yeah. can find me. I know. I've been content. sitting at the same number of followers on Instagram for almost two years now. I lost about a thousand two years ago when I first got shadow banned and since then i've been at like 1900 for yeah 2 years i don't even really post on there anymore because nobody can find me It's, it's hard nobody... to have
1: motivation to post on even my followers don't you.
0: see my content so mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. i'm still i'm still a twitter whore though and probably always <laughs> be.
1: i'm definitely getting more into tiktok lately like i love following your tiktok do you still have it i still I have, have my be, tiktok but they keep the removing
0: things mm mm-hmm. mhm and I mean they removed one where the it was my cat. It was removed for adult content and nudity. Katie, it, you can't show pussy on TikTok. Come on. I didn't even make but the thing is, I didn't even make a pussy joke. Yeah. It was Ugh. it was just my cat playing with a toy and music. And it and it got removed for adult content and nudity and I appealed and they didn't give it back. So that made me really mad at TikTok and I haven't posted anything there in forever because I just got so angry because they took down, I think I posted six in a row and they took down all six. And the sixth one was the cat one, which I put up in a rage about having six things in a row taken down. And then they took it down too.
1: What the hell?
0: Yeah. That's
1: so I had one TikTok account. I was super excited. I'm like, I finally jumped in. I like, I've been con- contemplating forever and then I finally started and then I was like nine posts in and my whole account was deleted. And I'm like, cool, tight, like didn't show a damn thing, but all right. Yeah. So I started my second account. And then for like the last two, three weeks, I've been sitting at the same amount of followers despite still getting the views. So I'm like, yeah. I don't understand. No, it but that's my biggest problem with the industry. This yeah. Is social Shana media.
0: Went. And it, it's hard because, you know, people go, oh, well, you'll just have to advertise yourself somewhere else. Where? Where? We're not allowed to buy ads anywhere. You can't buy ads on Facebook. You can't buy ads on Google. You can't, you know, where are we going to advertise then? Hmm? And
1: that's why people are paying each other now. I noticed that's a big trend lately is like paying for shout outs and stuff, which I respect that people are doing that. You know, it's we need we need that. Like, I honestly like I don't judge any girl who wants to pay for a shout out or, or charge yeah. for a shout out because what the fuck else are we going to do?
0: <laughs> like, so now OnlyFans is cracking down on that. Oh yeah. You can only post a certain number of links a day. You can post as many with the at name as you want, but you can only post three links a day. So a lot of the pages that were just charging for shout outs and nothing else have now had to change how they do them. No, it's 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 a whole
1: thing. And like that's the thing. Like we're here trying to sustain fucking life, and they're like, Oh, let me just pull this cord too. Yeah. Like, like Mv social, you know? Things are just constantly changing.
0: Don't don't get and me started. On don't get me started on MV Social. I think we have a podcast that's just me ranting for an hour about <laughs> MV Social and how I want wanted it to succeed, but that it's made me increasingly hate it. Mm-hmm. Now you are probably I don't want to say best known, but one of the things you're definitely known for is your Tinder tales videos, which tend to be more towards vanilla, but I know that you do do some fetish content. Can you tell us a little bit about your fetish interests and niches that you've enjoyed being involved in? Of course.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) One of my favorite fetishes, like I am just naturally bratty dom, so I really love to play up uh, the tease and denial, cock and ball torture, too good for you type of pay me to look at me. Wallet drain, fin domi, kiss my feet, you know, bullshit. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it all. I love when my subs pay for, like, pictures of me with my middle finger up or, like, of my trash or of my bunny's uh, litter box. Whatever the fuck, right? Like, I, I'm into that. I think that is just so hysterical. I love it. Uh, I'll be doing it until the day that I die. Absolutely love Bratty Dom, Um, Goddess worship, things like things along those lines. Any anything that puts me on a motherfucking pedestal, I am with it when it comes to kink. (laughs) When it comes to kink, because I feel like that's my outlet. I try to I try to be uh, a bit more humble IRL, but when it comes to uh, the subs, we flip the switch. It's funny. I was doing some dirty talk with a fan the other day, and I was just having some like fun, flirty banter, and he's like. He's like, wow, you're conceited and big headed. And I was like, bro, I'm just trying to be a flirty dom here. (laughs) Like, goddamn, call me right (laughs) out. Shit. (laughs) Humble me. (laughs) Why don't you?
0: I mean, when people call you beautiful all day long, it is very hard not to completely believe it.
1: (laughs) Right? That's why I miss about going on cam. (laughs) Every day I logged on, people are like,
0: you look so beautiful today. I
1: was like, oh, shit, thank you.
0: Now you are a multi award winner. And awards have become a little bit more controversial in the past few years with sites adding multiple award shows. Every site, it seems like has their own award show now and many of them are paid voting uh, as well. How do you feel about awards in general as someone who I mean, you've been winning awards for years, you won a few and many of its first awards go around and you've been nominated for some of the biggest awards in the business. So how do you feel about awards? And um, do you have any advice for people who maybe feel like they never get nominated, don't know how to get nominated or feel chronically overlooked, not looking at myself at all? In for situation. sure.
1: I think that there is so there are so many models and performers in this industry that have content and photos and just create way better things than i ever could and they might never be fucking nominated i don't understand what pushes people to nominate i know there's pre-nominations for some events there's you know like you said the paid votes for other contests some people don't have the financial support from their fans they have more of like the free vote community support mm-hmm. it, it it really varies for me. The only reason why I ever chase awards is because I have a very difficult time determining when I've done a good job. So to have a physical representation to be like, okay, good job. You did it like that. That's what I strive for. And I've always uh, it's, it's, it's bad. I don't like it. But ever since I was a child, like I've just been very award driven just because it's a final destination to a goal Mm -hmm. that I can, I can mark as the final destination. Like I've completed it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I've always pushed awards. Uh, I haven't, I don't, I don't push them as much anymore, but just recently I I won two with the BBW award show that I was with my little sister for watching the show. So it was really cool to like get that with her. But the thing is like, there's, I feel like awards are so diluted at this point. Mm -hmm. It's really just a recognition. It's, it's not necessarily an award, but if you're, if you find yourself not being recognized, you don't need company recognition. If you have recognition in your industry from your work period, Mm -hmm. like that, it doesn't, put you on any type of pedestal to to win awards it's just bragging rights you know there's I've had awards that have just broken and crumbled and like necklaces that just tarnished and thick crowns where jewels fell off like it's not they're not like the most glamorous and 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 the top thing that you could achieve in your career it's just it's just cool hardware to be honest with you mm-hmm. Um, but just focus on creating great content and keeping your relationship with your fans because that's the biggest award that's a you could lose every fucking year and be the top earner like top earner on every platform you could lose yeah. every award like it literally means nothing <laughs> don't sweat it oh my god but at <laughs> the same time like if you win congratulations you've been recognized for mm-hmm. this thing that you're you're good at um but yeah it's not everything
0: <laughs> i'm an anti-award person I've written several posts all about how to survive award season when you don't care <laughs> and for real. how to feel better about yourself. If you've lost, <laughs> I used to go, sucks. I used to go all out for them. Um, but I realized it actually doesn't matter. And all it does is make me angry. <laughs> and it makes me irrationally hate the successful people who in like three days before the awards started, I genuinely loved and respected them and, would have absolutely like wanted the best for them and then suddenly I'm sitting there being bitter about it I was like this is not healthy it's this not healthy not it's not
1: good really. sites should just send private awards and say hey you've been doing great we appreciate you we see you
0: but then that they would don't nice. then they <laughs> don't get the massive attention on social media that they all Nerd. seem to strive for with retweet this 100 times retweet this to enter the contest you know, get all your fans on Twitter to tweet that they voted for you and mm-hmm. things like that. So I mean, in my opinion, awards serve to bolster the sites and not the winners.
1: It sucks because like when you lose, you take it so personally because you are your product, right? Yeah. And that oh, that's yeah. a really hard pill to swallow. Especially like if even if you just put out a video that doesn't do as well as you thought it would, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. It's just crushing. It's crushing when you really care about it. So I really empathize for people who put all that effort into contests, but just know that your efforts are probably better put somewhere else. You know, some of those contests that you have to pay for votes for, you get less of a percentage for your vote. So why don't you just accept oh, yeah. those tips? That'll mm-hmm. probably even out more than the prize money. Buy yourself yeah. a crown on Amazon. You know what I'm saying?
0: Do and thing. And since I stopped entering them and trying to get nominated and stuff, I get so excited for the winners again. and I can like congratulate them and genuinely feel happy about seeing people get the recognition that they have worked for and that they deserve so Mm -hmm. they're just such a hard hard thing in the industry
1: I love award shows though like ever since I was a child I catch the Grammys the Oscars like everything I love watching like especially acceptance speeches I just like when people who have strived for a long time get a chance to say thank you in a public way like I just think that's I don't know, I get really emotional. I cry at every award show. It doesn't matter when, what it is, every award show, I'm like, <laughs> I just I know that they work so hard. Like it oh my god, it hits my heart. I love it. I love when hardworking people get recognized. But at the same time, hardworking people don't get recognized mm-hmm. all the time. And it's like that's why I don't know. That's why we gotta recognize each other. You see somebody out there doing something that you fucking like, retweet it. Don't be a hater, just retweet, it. be like, this is amazing. This is incredible. More, you killed more, this.
0: Yeah, tell them. Some of the best things that I've saved screenshots of have been models reaching out to me and going, this preview for this video is so fire. Or, you know, I love how you run this or I love that you did this thing. One And one of my favorite things that, that I do every year that you were part of this year, while well, that I'm going to start doing every year again is the advent calendar because I get a chance to go through all of these models and many of them are new to me. And they reach out and they say, I would love to be part of this. And then I get to go through their content. I'm like, oh, my God, there's this incredible model that I'd never seen, never heard of, had no idea existed. And look at the incredible stuff they're putting out. And it's so much fun. And you used to do uh, 12 Days of Thickness, I think Mm -hmm. it was called, where you spotlighted different models every, every day. And it was, yeah, stuff like that where you get to discover new models and see what people are doing is just such an inspiring uh, thing every,
1: yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, I and- love your app. Thanks for including me. That was fun. Oh, I-, I watched I- it on TikTok every day that you uploaded. I had a background green screen
0: picture of the person. This is the lovely. Drum roll. And (laughs) and in some situations, (laughs) very carefully putting my hands to avoid getting deleted from TikTok. Uh, Yeah, no, I had so much fun with it. I did it a couple years ago. uh, And I I forget why I stopped doing it. I think because the first year I hosted Christmas at my house, I was extremely overwhelmed by having Mm -hmm. family here. Uh, It was more work than I thought. So I stopped doing the calendar. But it's, it's back. I've still got it. I can't bring myself to throw it out because it's so cute. <laughs> Put it in storage. Yeah, I've got it hiding behind my mirror with all the other things I can't throw out. Yeah. Now, we are recording this in March 2021. I don't know when it's coming out. But have you? what are you looking forward to uh, this year? Or have you got any exciting new projects underway or anything like that that you can share?
1: yeah well, I've been dancing around the idea of a podcast myself. I have a couple oh, concepts okay. I've been thinking about I'm just trying to decide which one I want to go with. I might have to just settle on two different shows with two different concepts because I love them both so much. <laughs> um, and I know that sounds like a lot to juggle, but I have a, I have a plan of like creating seasons uh, so that mm-hmm. the content can come out uh, consecutively. and yeah. then while that season's coming out, I'm filming the first season of the next podcast and then right. i can kind of juggle and go alternate between the two so i think that'd be really fun uh one of them would be more sex work adult industry oriented and the other mm-hmm. one would be more uh like comedy lifestyle whatever you know what i mean like i yeah. don't want to put any label on it because it's supposed to be my place where i just have an outlet to talk about whatever the fuck. so yeah <laughs> um yeah i'm really excited about uh about that i've been talking to a lot of people trying to You know, finalize some things. And another thing I'm really looking forward to is once COVID is over and Destiny can travel again, I'm really excited to start a new series that hopefully tops Tinder Tales. Oh. So I'm super, super excited to announce um, that I'm going to put out a new series called professional poundings and I will be mm-hmm. collabing with some mainstream male performers who work for companies like browsers and bang bu- bang bros. And, other. you know, I just, I think Tinder was great. It was nice having the casual sex with the random guys, but I kind of want a professional dick down and I think I can only find that in the industry. So we're going to have a new series another series of episodes. I'm not sure how many episodes it'll go. I have a couple people on my list. So yeah, I'm just waiting for COVID to fucking calm down so we can get back,
0: get vaccinated and get fucked. That's fantastic. I love it. Well, Destiny, that sounds very exciting. And we look forward to seeing it from you. I just want to thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. And where would you like to be found by anyone looking for more Destiny Diaz?
1: Well, if you're trying to see more, more OnlyDestiny.com
0: <laughs> or <laughs> many Uh
1: so only destiny is my only fans. Uh, you can find me on many vids under destiny Diaz. And then I would love if you follow me on social media because you know I'm really shadow banned and your interaction would mean a lot to me. So if you want to follow me on uh Twitter or Instagram, it's destiny with two Ds underscore Diaz. And if you want to follow me
0: on TikTok, it's official Destiny Diaz. So, And we you. will put all of those links for Destiny in the show notes. So make sure you take a look and follow her on social media. Help beat the shadow ban. Amen. Again, Destiny, thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. Thanks, Katie. This has been WCSU Interviews with Katie Churchill for WebcamStartup.com. Bye.